know I'm supposed to be greeting the listeners back from our long sojourn away, but I do enjoy bopping out to our theme tune. The theme tune is too long. It's anyway, more pressing matters. It, 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 it's not. It's not long. It sits in the background, lovely. It gives like a little vibe to what Him we're doing. Now. There's, there's, there's an explosion of, of uh, fierce debate amongst the Christmas files. Oh, straight to of, it. None of oh, yeah, pleasantries. Is. There's no pleasantries. This is where we are. Like a dry pee. <laughs> but since we put out our uh, our Christmas bulldog poll in 2017, um, people have been. Furiously debating. Why do you refuse to call it the Christmas uh, Film World Cup? Because it's I don't like football. <laughs> and yeah, and it was a poll, so there you go. Uh, anyway, anyway, people have been uh, a little bit furious about the fact that Die Hard came out as number one on top of the uh, the Christmas poll. <laughs> well, the Christmas files are annoyed. All right. <laughs> That's where we the, stand. The, the Christmas files. The Christmas files. The Christmas files. I'm not talking about the, the uh, a folder. Is that like, that is that like when, is that like when Mul- Mulder and Scully get all get all festive? Christmas file is the suff- file. I'll tell you about the Christmas file. Hit right? me. Hit me. Okay. Here we go. Right. It's not just for Christmas. Um, a file is uh, somebody that's obsessed with something. A philia comes from the Greek. It's a love. It's a love. It's a love. It's an attraction. It's an obsession, a passion. It's a rubbing up against things in the dark. All of the things that, you know, get you electrified by uh, uh, some some rare... Sockets. Or, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, for, you, you can add it onto anything. It used to be uh, a Latin word, but you can add it onto anything nowadays. For example, chocophile. Somebody's obsessed with chocolate. Yes. Ex- X-file file. Very good, very good. With, uh, I, I, the I like your work. And if if you would like to know more and about files or filia, um, you can you can go check out our article on files, which has recently been published. It's very interesting, and you can find out what a uh, are you are you are you ready? I'm going to try and pronounce a word now. Um, Just the one. <laughs> you can find out what a gynoticoloba massa file is uh, obsessed with. Run that past me one more time. I said a gynoticoloba massa file. Um, is that something to do? Well, gyno is is women. Yeah, and tick is like yes. Tick, <laughs> yeah, tick's women. Yes. Um, well, l- l- lobo mass. Um, is that anything to do with he- overweight? Read fem- the article. You'll overweight find out. female. Wolves. You'll find out. Read the article. Okay. Moving okay. on. So, um, Christmas files. People, people who uh, love all things Christmassy. Yes. 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 Um, um, why are they so angry about Die Hard? It's uh, a, a film full of violence and uh, retribution and um, Sounds people like falling every off buildings. AK forties. Exactly. It's, it, yeah, doesn't it though? <laughs> you know, it sounds Christmassy, but there is there is a, a Christmas niche. There is a very specific Christmas um, romantic. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm going to say next. You know what I'm going to refer to. Love, actually. actually. Oh, dear Lord. Right, that's what people want for Please, Christmas. Please, baby Jesus, deliver us from Love, actually. Demonstrably one of the worst films ever made. Baby Jesus ain't going to help you. Uh, because the people love that stuff. It's not very stuff. Christmassy. <laughs> they love that stuff. What, um, what stuff exactly? What stuff is it? What What is it about Love, actually, that people love? The 
tinsel, the romance, the the romance, the r- romance, the plummy. Well, British maybe accents. you should read my article on Love Actually. Uh, there is no romance in Love Actually. Love Actually is full of uh, um, horrible, horrible set piece cliches. Um, I, I, I'm not even going to go into it. It's Richard Curtis reworking his own greatest hits. It's not a time. But please don't tell me that what you're going to tell me t- this evening is that Love Actually should be the film that we watch at Christmas. No, it's exactly the opposite. We want to provide people with uh, an opportunity to enjoy Christmas like they do the rest of the year, which is with no romance, um, potentially with uh, dramatic kind of violence, explosions and... D- Unpredictability, like Die Hard, basically like, like Die Hard. Okay, the but other not three, Die Hard. The, hun- the other three hundred and sixty-four days of the year, I think, are more, uh, um, uh, are more akin to Die Hard than they so, are to Love so Actually. So, what is it? What is it that tonight, um, on this fair Christmas Eve, um, you're going to present to the Yuletide uh, revelry? This is. Turn to turn, turn to turn, turn to turn, turn, turn. Are you trying to perform with the band next door? Turn, turn. Dear listener, can if you can hear, there's a very, very alternative, very substandard Spanish Christmas alternative through the rock that is permeating the walls, and alternative because it's it's totally different to the that is generally broadcast. Did you just swear? You can beep it out. Probably a little bit too late. Right, so so um, alternative options for your Christmas entertainment on the Wii screen is what you're Numero going to Numero one. Hit me, hit me. Krampus. Is that what happens when you... Um, no. If, if you don't stretch before you exercise <laughs> um, in Germany. No. Ho, 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 holy hell. It is, it is the ultimate anti-Christmas flick. It's... Basically, well, you're off to a flyer, then, aren't you? Really? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I did, this is what this list is all about. It's uh, is based on the, the the genuine Central European folklore of uh, this demonic entity, half goat, half uh, half demon. Um, so wh- whereas Saint Nick's going around rewarding the good kids uh, for for being good, Krampus uh, he preys on the naughty, and he he comes. Is this anything to, to do with the, the Dutch tradition of uh, the, the, black, the, the black people with, uh, the, with the poo in no, their hands? No, 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 no. no. You're thinking that's, that's um, uh, I can't remember the name of it, so we'll probably just edit sorry, this out. Sorry, I just went off script, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see <laughs> that? No, but that's that, that that has very recently been in the news because it Castigated was... Castigated for being politically it was, incorrect. It was, it, was, uh, it was an example of blackface. We, yep. uh, despite being a several hundred year old tradition. So tell me, what does um, what does his Krampus do to the bad kids? Krampus, he he turns up. If you've been a, a naughty kid, he creeps. You, he he looks he looks like a goat demon. Number one, he's wrapped in chains, and he turns up at your at your gaff at your casa, um, and if you're a naughty kid, he just flings some chains around you, f- throws you in a sack, and he drags you to hell. It's a bit like a gnarly Marley then. Um, I don't do drugs, so I don't know what that is. <laughs> but probably yes. Well, it's um, like it's it's Marley from Scrooge, you know, going out and being proactive. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the incredible thing is taking his chains and wrapping them around other people and saying, "Come on, like most, come in on in." The water's lovely. Like most festivals, horrific festivals that have some kind of horror involved in them, like Halloween, 
Uh, it is oh, a sorry, I thought you were talking about the V Festival, Leeds and Reading. Yeah. <laughs> well, those two, yeah, they, yeah, those ones too. <laughs> that it, involve human excrement being thrown into the crowd. Exactly that. Um, like that, and you know, um, uh, without get, the Foo Fighters, with with without the Foo Fighters, it is it is a pagan festival. It goes back a thousand or so years, and um, crikey, so no jumpers involved then. There aren't. They they put a lot of effort into their costumes. They celebrate this in they? Germany, in Austria, in in in, in Central Europe. Um, they carve carve these masks, these Krampus masks, out of wood, and they put all this this hair. I don't think it's human hair. It's it might be human hair. Maybe it is. Maybe that's why I don't have as much as I used to. It might be Krampus. You have more. Than last time I saw you, to be fair. Well, it grows some of it. <laughs> um, Anyway, they uh, in 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 this 2015 adaptation of this folklore. Uh, well, yes, it's a film. <laughs> yeah, it's an actual. It's a film based on a, a real life kind of tradition. There's no romance. There's no singing. There's no jumpers. Um, it still teaches you a lesson, despite despite being totally anti-Christmas, despite being having no kind of joviality uh, or a, a, any of that kind of theme. It manages to teach you a lesson because the the kid at the center of this story, the protagonist, he falls out of his family and they they unleash this demonic rampage because they lack Christmas spirit. And it is it's it's a slasher film. It's a, an anti-Christmas slasher film. It's dark, and uh, I I think it's the ultimate antidote to uh, having a belly full of of um, Pudding and turkey well, and that, all that stuff. That is interesting because you talk about uh, the ultimate anti-Christmas slasher film with a belly full of pudding. Yeah, that does make me think of um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh my God! Tell me more. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night was a extraordinarily controversial um, slasher film in the early 1984 I believe it came out yep that's right yeah um uh it was um as I understand it in America it spent a solitary week in cinemas before it was pulled uh censored Bang. because it was uh, c- it, there was a great deal of concern from um the uh, the conservative element of society that it would lead to people dressing up as Santa and killing all those people around them. Yeah, copycat Santa killers. Um, it's it's a mental film. I mean, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dress it up. It, it it's totally mental. It's uh it, it's it's in the 80s, but it has that 70s B movie vibe about it. All the blood's a little bit too bright. Um, there is, you know, plastic flesh being pierced by uh, different parts of uh, animal bodies during the course of the film. There's, there's plenty of breast action, and um, nudity. You say, quite, yeah, quite a lot of basically close-up soft porn kind of lingering shots. But the, um, the body count is uh, impressive. Um, if, if I remember rightly, the film is just over 90 minutes long and manages to uh, get in an average kill rate of uh, one death every six and a half minutes. Well, um, it's basically a, a young lad um, coming back from an asylum, visiting his grandfather, and his grandfather, who has been catatonic for years, takes the opportunity to warn him that he has to be good because um, only good children are um 
are looked after by Santa. Sounds traumatic. And uh, you, well, yeah, he says that. If Sounds like that could turn a man to murder. Well, that's exactly what happened. Um, his family um, are flagged down by a Santa looking for help. Well, um, obviously, who, yeah. who then who then brutally murders his father and um, um, sexually assaults and murders his mother. Wonderful. And then we flash forward, and then their kids growing up in the hell of Catholic 1970s uh, orphanages. And then um, it, it goes to when he's a, a, a ripping lad at the uh, the age of 18, 17. And um, one Christmas Eve, he just loses his moxie and uh, proceeds to just in invariable different ways kill everybody in sight. It reminds me of the, the, the wonderful, the uh, spectacular... Uh, Batman Returns. Um, Sorry, the wonderful, spectacular Batman Returns. Yes, that was the part of the title that they actually decided in the last moments of, of uh, production to remove. So it was just Batman Returns is, in the end. This isn't the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and... Um, no. No, that's, uh, it's the Michael Keaton one, yes? It's Michael It's the Keaton. one with Danny DeVito as the Penguin. This is Danny DeVito in his finest hour really? as the Penguin. <laughs> Did you even know... Danny DeVito didn't actually require any makeup, prosthetics, or prosthetics. He those played, are his actual. He hands. played himself. He wasn't even a character. They just filmed him. He turned he, up he on eats, stage. He eats raw. He was just eating raw, raw fish. fish. They just filmed with, him in his with, natural habitat, and that's just how he is. People don't. The, the, the strange thing is, the unreal Danny DeVito is the Danny DeVito that we think we know, but the real version of him like is the Penguin. Inky, inky, blue, green bile seeps out of his mouth yeah I mean he's a strange man meanwhile Michael Keaton I think possibly one of the best Batmans around I, I'm going to throw this down right I think he, I, I think you're he was right. Batman before Batman and Bond became about being shredded and ripped you know it, he was he was Batman simply by virtue of not shaving well he was he was Batman he was basically um, Beetle just cleaned up wasn't he mm. That's what he was. Um, never been a massive fan of Michael Keane, I have to say, uh, but I, I liked his Batman interpretation. Um, and uh, well, come on, he, he 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 definitely he definitely takes. I mean, in the first film, he definitely takes uh, a, a backseat to Jack Nicholson. I mean, the Joker is supposed to be larger than life anyway. Uh, in the second film, you you come away look look at distant memories. You think of Danny DeVito. You think of Michelle Pfeiffer in 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 PVC. <sighs> Michelle for 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 Pfeiffer as yeah. as Catwoman, um, you see every curve of her feline form, and it is feline. wonderful. Yes. It is perfect. Very um, good. Well done. You know, well done. she, she um, the, the film has everything. I, I, there's 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 weird gesture gest, gestures gest, gestures and gestures. <laughs> There's jesters gesturing. I thought you were seeking for the word clown, but maybe yeah. okay. No, these are those weird jet. They're like court jesters, uh, firing grenade launchers into uh, crowded um, squares. Just you know, uh, I, there's a lot to relate to there. Um, moving on. Well, talking of uh, scary-looking um, beasts in the night. Um, obviously, I personally. Personally, I feel one of one of my all-time favourite Christmas films, and you can say alternative or not or otherwise, is uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. Um, oh yeah. It's it's not just set at Christmas. It is it is a it is a literally literally 
a subtly hidden damnation of consumerism. There's the man who ha can't afford anything but will stop at nothing to get the ultimate gift for his boy. And the ultimate gift turns out to provide carnage. Yeah. And I have never been able, I have never been able to listen to the song, Do You Hear What I Hear? In the same way ever again. Caucasian dad yeah. goes to Chinese dad yeah. and he says, I can't, I don't I'm going to appropriate your culture. I don't have any decent gifts for my Caucasian kid. And Chinese dad is like, oh. I haven't even got any money, but I can offer you this smoke with ice I've Yeah, I've, yeah. He, he, he trades him. He's totally Does awful. he trade or does he steal? I think he steals the Mogwai, doesn't he? No, he doesn't steal the Mogwai, but he does enforce his terrible invention upon this um, unknowing Chinese dad. What's that? Soundproof walls against bass. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, the, the, uh, the 90s band Mogwai took their name from Mogwai of the Gremlins. I just thought and it was like they could spell Mowgli from the Jungle Book. Well, you would think that. Anyway... Uh, Gremlins. Moving on with Gremlins. Uh, this chap, he has his uh, his little furry. Do you really think there's anybody listening to us right now who's not seeing Gremlins? I mean, basically, I mean, I, I think Gremlins is, is is effectively a bit like Batman Returns. We should just say, do you know what? Just watch Gremlins. Just uh, watch Gremlins. Just rewatch Gremlins. I mean, if you, it's uh, about it's about giving and receiving terrible presents. At its core, and it's got Corey Feldman in it as well, you know. And it's got Corey Feldman in it, like, every and, Christmas. And, and, and they so nearly, they so nearly avert disaster. And it's that it's that moment where the little the little gremlin gets into the swimming pool. And they were so close to stopping him as well. Um, it's got amazing scenes in it. We all know the scenes. You know, the woman on the stand lift being shot out the top window. Um, one of my personal friends said the mum fighting off the gremlins, putting one of them in the blender, all mm. to the the uh, the the tune of "Do you hear what I hear?" Wonderful prosthetics, amazing and animatronics. There is the astonishing. Uh, it, it passed me by for the first decade of watching this film, but it it, it I I fell in love with the soliloquy of the girlfriend as she talks about her dad breaking his neck and dying in the chimney and starting to smell the place out a truly um, harrowing backstory that doesn't really it's, it's kind really of add or take it, it it's yeah, just a great it's, scene it's just dropped in there <laughs> just, and and then they they you know i think in the next scene they're just drinking eggnog yep. and it's like it's just nothing tonally, ever happened. it's tonally deaf it's yeah. it's tin ear TV. Here's a horror story. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Move on. Meanwhile, back to the silly animatronic creatures. And of course, never forget, never forget, it does open with one of the greatest Christmas tunes of all time. I am, of course, referring to Darlene Love's Christmas, Baby Please Come Home, from the epically good uh, Phil Spector Christmas album. Uh, that also includes her rendition of Bing Crosby's tune, White Christmas, which is perfect for Christmas, really. Well, of Christmas and alternative speaking Christmas. Speaking of white Christmases, uh, brings us nicely onto uh, The Woman in Black. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Um, which is, uh, 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 most people are probably familiar with the uh, the Harry Potter remake. 
uh, with oh, uh, what's awful. his face from Harry Potter totally annihilated a classic if you're going to watch this you have to seek out the BBC original it was a it was a made for TV um, film yes it, it was. was originally it was supposed to be a TV series but it was it was uh, made into a film and it is just is a masterclass in in horror genuine it's, horror it's Hitchcockian is, isn't it it's, it's, it, I'd, I'd go further than this. I'd go further, further into the past I'd reach those, it's a macabre um, Poe-esque horror story it's got this the raven oh, the raven this, yeah, this, the this, raven. This, this quality that just does not exist in modern cinema it gets under your skin I know that's an overused phrase but it genuinely it finds um, ways of affecting you that are beyond camera angle and uh, j- jump scares like Hollywood is so fond of nowadays. Yeah, this is this is really important, Ben. It's, I, it, I'm, it's I'm loving psychological. your passion here because actually, I say the the recent remake with Daniel Radcliffe, avoid at all costs. This is not the same film. We are talking. I think it's a seventies production or an eighties yeah, production at BBC. Yeah. Um, it holds a special place of affection in my heart because it, it represents for me. The time that I moved from uh, childhood to um, adolescence, in the sense that um, you mean the first time you soiled yourself whilst watching a f- <laughs> uh, film. No, no, it was the time I discovered what the adult routine was um, on Christmas Eve when all the kids were packed off to bed to uh, to wait for the sound of tiny hooves clip clopping on the roof. What my mum and dad used to do was after they'd finished up or wrapping up all the presents. On behalf of Santa, obviously, mm-hmm. because parents are contracted out to do the work, because Santa can't possibly get around all the yeah, houses. Got, he goes to the important people, like uh, T- Theresa May and Donald Yunker. Exactly. Um, you know, he hasn't got time for us plebs. Hashtag Brexit. Hashtag Brexit, yeah. Uh, hashtag not in my name. Um, and um, what my parents used to do was to sit and wrap up or, or sort out presents or, you know, uh, contractually eat mince pies. Uh, in front of a scary movie and my mum's favourite scary movie for Christmas Eve was always The Woman in Black and uh, the first year I was allowed to stay up was because uh, my dad said to my mum look The Woman in Black's on TV and so I stayed up to watch it and I didn't get a wink of sleep that night starts on Christmas Eve ends in the cold earth (laughs) Um, it's it's also uh, the longest running stage show in history there's a there's a, a, a theater a stage adaptation that's been running for over 30 years in the royal opera house london and i went to see it when i was a kid and yeah i oh my god if if anyone has the the the, the opportunity if you visit london if you're in london if you're near london take a couple of hours out of your life to go and see that show because well it will, cha- it will, will change never you. be the same again. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Uh, not not only is it, it, it extraordinary, extraordinary in the sense that it's terrifying, but they also make use of the entire theatre. Yep. And I don't want to say more than that. No, I, I, I get you. It. I get you. But get the, you. the stage. But let's just say. Let's just say you're never going to be able to sit in pantomime comfortably ever no, again. No. You are. You are not safe in the audience. No. Is is a a four dimensional uh, performance, and it really, really is something. 
but you know not being safe in the audience is uh, is something that applied to um another of our list of alternative christmas films uh, when it was first made uh during the um the culminating peak of the cold war when um disaster could strike nuclear horror could strike at any time there was uh, only one man that could save us and i'm not talking about ronald reagan I'm not talking about Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> yeah, Morse. Morse obviously was going to save us. <laughs> and a totally unexpected entry into the list is Rocky IV. Yes. Oh, yes. Rocky IV. Now, I do have a little bit of a problem with this. Now, now, now Rocky IV does qualify as a an alternative Christmas film because the big culminating fight does happen on Christmas Eve. And I'm pretty sure that he gives his son a robot, a robot. for yeah. Christmas. I remember that. In one like, of the what? most pointless subplot nonsense. Yeah, but he just ends up his with disenfranchised his... disenfranchised son. Yeah, but the robot ends up basically being um, the, the... His enemy in the next film. He has to <laughs> fight him on the no, moon. No, like the, the robot becomes like a, like a proto-porn bot for his brother-in-law. It's, it's basically yeah, a his wife. weird like it, it, uh, foo mafioso brother-in-law. He's just a drunk. Just... He's not a man. He's just a drunk. He's just a drunk. Um, but you see, he actually falls in love with the robot, the robot who can cook and clean, but can't give him other pleasures. Classic. It's it's with it, Rocky Rocky Four also totally comes man. in at, at ninety-one minutes as the the shortest Rocky film. Of uh, the franchise that I think is continuing now is it has recently been a, a an Apollo. Uh, well, there's a, there's Apollo a remake. There's a re- remake. Uh, yeah. Well, not really. It, so it goes pardon. on. The, the, the legend po- there's goes There's basically on. been a reboot where Rocky is now training the son of Apollo Creed, um, who was his um, his nemesis in the early Rocky films. And um, well, l- lest we forget. No, we're going to cut all of that. Why? We're going to cut all of that. No, no, no. But all that is being cut because that is all hideous spoilers. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just, I'm just going to cut. Just going to cut to me saying no, 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 no. Ben, you can't say that because there are some people, including my wife, who haven't hasn't reached the heights of Rocky. Well, for anyone yet. that didn't hear what I just said um, needs to go and watch that film. But um, yeah. Wonderful stuff. So what you're saying is that Rocky Four should be enjoyed with a bottle of vodka and um, uh, responsibly. You responsibly don't drink if you're driving, driving a um, pregnant woman to a heavy machinery f- operating. I think you've zone. covered you've covered all bases there um, adequately. Rocky Four is the one. Hearts on fire, strong desire. Who sang that? Which was interestingly supposed to be the song for uh, Rocky Free, but um, the producers, uh, including Sylvester Sloan, preferred Eye of the Tiger. So they bumped yes, it. Yes, I heard they, that they, they, they changed their minds yeah. when they visited Ireland, which brings us nicely to our next... Oh, film which oh, is in Bruges ver- yeah because because Bruges is in Ireland yeah uh, no it's not but the uh, one of the the, the lead the lead uh, protagonists oh well they're both from Ireland Colin aren't they Colin Farrell and, and, and the other one Brendan Gleeson Brendan they're, they're both from Brendan Ireland Gleeson. they're both from Ireland aren't That's they that's an Irish accent I just, just, oh dear, oh dear. Um, just alienating they, they are well Brendan Gleeson's from Dublin he's 
Brendan Gleeson, I have to say, uh, he 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 meant something to me because I didn't I didn't realise that he was Irish. Sometimes he reminds you of your da. It, it, no, no, I I first saw him in Twenty Eight Days Later, where he plays a, lo- a London cabbie. Outstanding. But he has a, he is he he has a London cabbie accent. So yeah, he's but, in in Bruges. He, he is and, in and that he film. basically he, well, he nicely denied what a wonderful loop <laughs> he steals Seamless. he steals the, the show from um um Colin I don't think he does I don't think he does I I think that the, this film is actually full of really powerful actors you have got Colin Farrell uh, Brendan Gleeson you got Ralph Fiennes as the as the as the head boss the head honcho and it's just they they all they all project their characters so well. But of so course, well. as, as, as all the critics are wont to say, um, the real the real star of the show is Bruges itself. It, well, the, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, I'd, I'd say that's a fair enough comment. But Which is an in-joke, yeah. you know. Is they, they, they go to Bruges, and it's all about the fact that they're kind of trapped in Bruges. Trapped, They've gone on holiday in, by mistake. Trapped in a shortbread uh, tin, yeah, basically. It, it's, yeah, they're, they're having a terrible time, even though they're supposed to be having a wonderful time. And, well, we're not um, supposed to be. Is it, is it, if I remember rightly, isn't it? Brendan Gleeson's character is taking Colin Farrell away because he's... Spoilers? Well, it's not a spoiler. That's, that's why they're there. If I can't say the things that I said, that I done gone said about Rocky for... So hang on, hang on. As I remember rightly, that piece of information that I just done gave um, is revealed quite early in the film. Is is, is 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 that not the case? Well, maybe it is. That's why they're there. That's why they're there. I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously, the fact we have is not. Oh, nah, oh, oh, oh! Spoiler. I'm not allowed to say that. Oh, Jesus. I'll have to edit that bit. Out. We won't be able to talk about that. Though, <laughs> um. Why? So anyway, h- how close is it set to Christmas? Is it? Is it? It's on Christmas, it time. <laughs> it's on Christmas time. Um, in and around that, I mean, you know, they're there. Right, it's full and of dwarves. Bru- in, I think Bruges is like permanently Christmas anyway. If you go there, it's just Christmas time. Um, I have. To, it has to be said. It has to be said. Belgium holds very little. Um, that would uh, turn the eye in terms of. Where should I holiday this year? Uh, you know, you don't go, well, Belgium, it's an automatic choice. But I'm sure me, like many other people, after watching in Bruges, went, oh, just, I need to go there. I need to go there. That, that is just, that just Snow White meets Beauty and the Beast. It's uh, like being in a tin. cake. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Which brings us nicely to our, our honorary mention. mention. Our honorary mention. Happy, uh, a Netflix-based TV series. It's it's not a film, but it's worth mentioning, and it's totally worth a binge over Christmas. Uh, it is it is one hundred percent a Christmas-themed uh, TV series. It's about a Christmas-themed. Th- well, the it's b- set around Christmas. It's set around Christmas, and one of the 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 um, the antagonists is Santa. So. You know, uh, uh, okay. pretty Christmas. Uh, well, uh, okay, okay. So I'll, I'll give you that. It's about an estranged father, ex-cop, alcoholic. Uh, he is. We've all heard this story before. He is the ultimate. Who's his sidekick, Ben? Ah, uh, his sidekick just it so happens to be his daughter's imaginary unicorn. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So, um, I mean, it doesn't. It's not. It's not something you can sell very easily. It sounds no it terrible. Is, it, it's basically. It's like. Um, it's like it's like a a gritty Serpico meets um, I don't know a Don Bluth cartoon. It's it's bizarre. Um, well worth the watch. Well worth the watch. Definitely worth it. Binge that. Binge that over. Binge that. Yeah. Binge it's, that. Only, it's, it's it's a one se- uh, one season. I did uh, it in two TV nights. Series. I did it in two nights. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember how many episodes there are. I think it's about t- uh, ten. There there were yeah, there were there were slightly too many for one night. Yeah, when you got yeah. work in the but morning. But it is it is worth it. It's totally worth it. Really, really good action. Um, very, very well shaped characters. Purely driven by the the acting. I mean, uh, Chris Maloney in 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 that uh, that central character. He just he absolutely he embodies that. It's like it uh, it, it reminds me of uh, a Bukowski detective come to life. You know this gritty dirty alcoholic loser that somehow bumbles his way through these extraordinary situations and comes out on top despite the fact that it's quite similar to johnny johnny depp's um, turn of phrase really to come out on top considering what happens yeah well yeah yeah there is an episode where that is relevant (laughs) um uh like 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 johnny depp's um uh jack sparrow you know this out don't yeah, I, I know, I know, that. I know. Don't but there's this moment. You have mentioned Love Actually in Jack Sparrow. There's this moment in, the in one of the pirate. I can't remember one of the pirate of the Caribbean 3D, um, 0.70, whatever it is. One of the films. Uh, somebody makes a comment about him. He's just flying around in the rafters, kind of doing all this drunken. And somebody says, "How does he do it?" And they're like, "I don't know. It must be the rum or something." And I just remember that line because no, number one, it no, was really poorly written. You know, you know. And number two, it was, it was, it was kind of an expose of the hot of the fragility of the whole. Character. I was annoyed. I was annoyed from the from the opening uh, film, like you know, when everyone was sitting there waxing lyrical about and this great performance by Johnny Depp and going, "Look at this character. It's so made so larger than life. It's such a demonstration of what could be done when when an actor is allowed to do what he wants to really do." No. It's a demonstration of fact that a director hasn't got the balls to tell a guy, wind your neck in. Yeah. Wind your neck in. Stop it. Stop. Just, no. Now, that director of that film was just a helmsman. You know, he was being told which way to push the tiller. But that is another story. Oh, will you stop with your baseline? Honestly. Um, all that remains to say is um, we wish you a very very happy Christmas and a most delightfully pleasant and uh, peaceful and restive new year um, until next time Yuletide greetings uh, we will return like James Bond but we won't be black I'm Batman Paul Allen Paul.